0: Hey there, I'm Amy Connell. Welcome to Graced Health, the podcast for women who want simple and grace-filled ways to take care of themselves and enjoy a little chocolate in the process. I'm a certified personal trainer and nutrition coach who wants you to know your eating movement and body don't have to be perfect. You just need to be able to do what you are called to do. I have been a fitness professional for almost 17 years. I'm always able to keep track of that based off of how old my youngest son is, because I started off as a fitness professional doing a prenatal and postnatal exercises, and then just went from there. But within this 17 years, whether I have been personal training, like I am normally uh, teaching that my team fitness classes, like I am this summer, doing group fitness at a meet, you know, a big box gym, whatever it is, without fail, the number one request I receive from any client at any age is more core. Like I want to do more core. I want to strengthen my core. I totally get it. Like there is nothing, I'm just going to say this. There's nothing more rewarding than like arching your back backwards after like the day after doing a whole lot of abdominal work and feeling your muscles stretch and they're sore and it just feels so rewarding. And you're like, ah, yeah. And I will say that I think that we are conditioned to look at and think about the rectus abdominis, which are those six pack abs on the front of our stomach as an indicator of how strong our core is after all take any fitness or health magazine and Most of them are going to be of women in their sports bras and their perfectly toned ab showing. And of course, if it's in any sort of like men's health magazine or something like that, then they don't even have their shirt on. That seems to be what people focus on. And if you have been with me for any amount of time, and especially if you read my book, Your Worthy Body, you know, this is also a little bit of a trigger for me. No matter how strong my core has been, I have always felt like it didn't measure up because my abs have never, ever, ever looked like that, that I see in the magazine, or now it's more like the Instagram feeds and all of that kind of stuff. What I want to do today is take a broader look, like let's not just look at our abs and decide if we have a strong core or not, because guess what? Spoiler alert you really can't determine that. So let's let's talk today about what our core is, some misperceptions surrounding it, and then why it's important to actually have a strong core. This is beyond just trying to look good. Um, And then I'm going to give you a few ways, applicable ways to strengthen them. Before we go any further though, a quick word about six pack ups. Not only do these not represent core strength, they also don't represent health. This is deserving of an entire episode. And I spoke some with Dr. Lisa Folden about this in my Health at Every Size episode. I'll put the link in the show notes. But the reality is we all have a a different genetic makeup and a natural body size. Some of these body sizes are conducive to showing off particular muscles, and some are simply larger bodies. And there's nothing wrong with that because they were uniquely and perfectly made. So please don't take this discussion about core and your ab strength um, to mean that you need to have a flat toned stomach to have or prove you have a strong core. You can have a strong core in any sized body. Okay, let's jump in. So first off, what it is, okay. The core is where the center of gravity of the body is located and it's where all movement originates from. Like if you were to take a pebble and throw it into a body of water and all of the ripples out from that pebble, that is like your core. Your core is that pebble. It's that one point where all of your movement really origin or really comes from so a strong and efficient core is really necessary for maintaining proper muscle balance throughout the whole human movement system. This is called the kinetic chain. So it's where how everything is connected to another. We, If we move one thing, then that actually is going to impact something else that we may not even realize. So it just kind of reverberates throughout the rest of the body. We have three systems associated with our core. And these are, I'm just going to keep this real high level, don't worry, but it's the local stabilization system, the global stabilization system, and the movement system. So if you listen to last week's episode on balance, the stabilization system is what engages when we're focusing on our balance. So yes, of course, our core and our balance are absolutely intertwined. Your core is basically like a corset that wraps around your entire midsection. So if you were to take just below your chest so maybe like your bra line to below your rear that all of that is your core there are so many muscles in fact there are at least 20 different muscle groups that are part of the core system those have to be strengthened to optimally work together and when one is not strong then another will compensate and that causes a problem down on that kinetic chain as your as everything reverberates throughout your body now with all of those 20 muscles, now some of them you'll know, like the rectus abdominis, that's that six-pack muscle, which, you know, you'll hear me talk about because, you know, I just wish mine were visible. I know they're not going to be, that's okay, but that's just been a focus of mine for a while. Another group of muscles you're probably familiar with are your oblique muscles, which are, um, so there's external and internal, but these are basically like your side muscles. So if you ever do T stands where you are balancing on one hand, the other hand is up in the air, or maybe you're on your elbow and your weight is all on your feet and you're basically, you are uh, facing to the side, and you've got one side of your body down, those are your obliques, especially if you're dropping your hips up and down. But there's some other muscles that you may not realize are part of your core system. For example, your diaphragm. You know, I have to admit, typically when I think about the diaphragm, I just think about that's the muscle that causes hiccups and that's the muscle that allows my lungs to inhale and exhale. If you have ever done like a track workout or something that left you breathing really, really hard, you may find that your abs are sore the next day. That's partially your diaphragm that has been working really hard to expand and contract. I have, uh, I recently got back out on the track. I hadn't been in a while and boy, I tell you what, the next day, sore abs, which was really a sore diaphragm, (laughs) lots of breathing hard. Another muscle that may surprise you as part of this core system is your hip flexors, which those are on the front of, um, the lower front, uh, those are often tight and inflexible because we are sitting, sitting, sitting. Another group is your glutes, uh, your pelvic floor. So if you listened to the episode that I had with um, Jen Lorman and Christina Walsh with, with the tighten your tinkler, that's part of your core as well, believe it or not. And so and also your quadriceps. So there's a lot of muscles that are formally considered part of your core. Now I want to talk about two big misperceptions that I hear that I think are worth noting, um, but I won't I won't beat a dead horse, so don't worry. But one is core is only on the front of your body. No, just like I talked about, it is that corset that goes around all the way around. So if you're wanting to work on your core, I don't care how many crunches you do, that is not going to strengthen your core. That's going to strengthen your rectus abdominis. And that's it. The other one is doing a bunch of ab and core work will get you a six six pack. And without sounding too ridiculous about this whole concept of taking care of ourselves so we can do what we're called to do and having a, a strong core, the reality is when we have a strong core, we're able to get up and move around a lot. I'm not saying that having um, a super strong core is what is a what you are called to do, but it might be that you are able to get out of bed easier. It may be that you can pick up your kids or your grandkids without pain and without, you know, with, with enjoying it rather than saying, "Oh, grandma's back hurts" or "Oh, gosh, this is bothering me." and little things like that. It might allow you to travel well, so you can go do some physical mission trip. So this is why we train our body. We train our body so we can go out and we can love and we can serve others, not so it will, it will look a certain way. Now, why is a strong core important? I kind of just touched on this a little bit, but beyond the aesthetics, right? Like those, those abs that we, we think of, it's important to have a strong core because this is where all of our strength, all of our power, our muscular endurance comes from. So I mentioned earlier about those three different systems, local stabilization, global stabilization, and the movement system. If you turned into tuned into last week's episode on balance, you also heard about that global station, global stabilization, then goodness, I can't say that word very well. If one of these systems is significantly stronger than the other, then that kinetic chain, that reverberation, the, um, the the pebble with all the little different ripples, that will sense an imbalance. Now, formally, that means forces are not transferred or used properly. My informal term is it just makes everything wonky. Like things just start to not work quite well or quite as well as they could. You'll start compensating one area for another and your movement might become inefficient or you might have like a nagging injury that just won't go away. And it might not even be that it's that specific injury, but it's something else that is reverberating down to that. And a weak core can also lead to injury for that very same reason. Because if you don't have that really strong center of gravity, then whenever we are taking ourselves kind of in that imbalanced area or doing something different, then that might cause injury. Okay. Have I convinced you to strengthen your core? I probably like, you probably could have skipped through all of this. You're like, I get it, Amy. I get it. I know I need a strong core. Tell me what to do. Okay. Here we are. How to strengthen your core. The first thing that I want you to focus on doing is super simple. You can do it right now. If you're sitting, if you're standing, even if you're walking, stand up straight, roll your shoulder blades back and down, The other super simple thing to strengthen your core is be aware of your posture and walking with proper posture. Now, I notice when I walk, because I walk every Wednesday morning with a really, really dear friend of mine, and I will notice that I start hunching over. My head starts hankering down, hunkering down, is that even a word? My head starts tilting down. I start leaning forward. But if we can walk with really good posture, that will help strengthen that core. It's called a ground force reduction. And it's basically every time you step down, your force is going down, it comes back up because of physics that I'm not smart enough to explain, but I'm just telling you. (laughs) So walk with great posture. And I have to admit, it can be It can be kind of hard to get in the habit of doing that all the time, but be aware and you may find that everything else just feels like it is activating more, that you are supported more. You might even be breathing better, or you might find that your neck doesn't hurt because your ears are actually right over your shoulders rather than hunching forward. So all of that kind of stuff. And by the way, just as my own little PSA, please, 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 When you are on your phone, hold your phone up so that you can see it while your ears are still right over your shoulders and your head is not tilting down. This is something, as I'm saying this, I'm like, oh my gosh, I have not talked to my teen clients about that yet. And I need to, because this is the kind of thing that will also weaken our core, even though it doesn't really seem like it again, kinetic chain, it's going to be moving down. So when you're hold, when you are on your phone and you're standing up or you're sitting down, hold your phone up enough so that you can just look down at it rather than actually tilting your head all the way down. So let's talk some about exercises like Let's get a little more applicable about this. I want you to think of your trunk so that, you know, that's your, your bra line down to below your rear as a 3D rectangle. You have your front, you have your two sides, and you have your back. When I come up with programming for any of my clients and I'm thinking about core work, I always have those four sides in mind. My front, my right, my back, my left. And those, we try to strengthen all of those rather than just that front, 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 crunch, crunch, crunch. But let's start with that because you can do some crunches. I d- want When you are crunching, you want to be lying on the ground with your knees bent, uh, your feet are on the floor, and take your hands behind your head. Now, this is the key. Your shoulder blades are what are lifting, not your elbows pulling your body up. I like to tell people to be able to see your elbows only out of your peripheral vision. If you can see your entire forearm, then you have your arms way too forward and you are probably pulling on your neck. So keep your elbows out nice and wide when you're doing those crunches. And there's some varying thoughts on crunches, but I know that people like to do them. So I'm just telling you the correct form if you're going to do crunches. I'm also a big fan of bicycles because they activate more muscles than just your crunches. You're going to get more of your abdominal muscles because you're moving your legs as well. So basically with bicycles, you want to bend one knee and take the opposite shoulder to the knee, not elbow. So again, same thing with those, keeping those elbows wide, opposite shoulder to opposite knee while the other one is extended and stays hovering above the ground, and then switch your legs and switch your shoulders. You've probably are familiar with this. Now let's roll over and think about your side. I am a big fan of T stands. They also have an additional balance challenge. So if you listened to last week, you know, I'm really, uh, I really want to make sure that we are balanced. So when we're balancing on one hand, yeah, that's we can balance on things that are more than just our feet. So you can either go on your elbow or on your hand, your hand is going to be more of a balanced challenge. And quite honestly, whatever feels right. I know sometimes at our age, we've got, you know, shoulder issues or neck issues. So do what feels right with that. Take it over, go either on your knees one knee, one foot or two feet, whatever you feel strong with, and you want to be in a nice straight line. So even though you are facing to the side, your shoulders, your belly button, your pelvis, your knees, your feet are all facing the same way, and they are all in a straight line. So if you had a broomstick going up the center line of your body, you would have that broomstick in a nice straight line, just like your body. Now, if you feel strong enough, what you can do is drop your hips down and then bring it back up. So that's a really good way to uh, strengthen those oblique muscles and get a little side action (laughs) uh, for, you know, for our rectangle. From that side, roll over onto your belly and we are going to do something what I call floor prone cobras. These are a favorite of mine. These are a favorite of, I have one client who just loves them, loves them. And I know that uh, there are so many benefits to them. So what you'll do is you'll be on your belly. I want you to extend your legs out and I want you to pretend like someone is pulling your big toe away from you, but keep your toes and your feet on the ground. And then your hands are palm facing up down by your hips and someone is pulling those, uh, pulling your, like your middle finger away from you. So you're really elongating and creating as much space in your joints as you can then lift your chest up, not just your head. So this is not like a nod. We're lifting our chest up as much as we can and lowering it back down. That is going to be a wonderful lower back strengthening movement for you. Uh, really kind of gets up all the way up to your mid back, Uh, squeeze your glutes when you lift, when you are lifting yourself up and that activates your glutes also, as you know, now part of your core. When you're done with that, roll over to your other side and do a T stand on the other side. So with that little movement, you will have gotten your front, your right, your back, and your left, your full rectangle, which will help focus on a broader aspect of your core rather than just crunch, crunch, crunch. And some of these movements that I just explained to you are actually in my new online on demand class called be complete. So you will see those. You will definitely see that floor prone Cobra because again, it is a crowd favorite. Now I do caution against trying to replicate a super complicated core movement that you might see on Instagram or YouTube. I follow people, I like to learn, I follow a lot of physical therapists, honestly, because I feel like they put the best content out there that's safe, and really has a broader uh, knowledge base from it. But if you see something, I don't want to say don't try it, I'm just just be aware of your strength. And if that is cohesive with what their strength is as well. Because one thing that can happen is we get into something too much, and then it can just we can get injured, or we could get injured. I mean, that. that, (laughs) I'm all, you know, I just don't want you injured. I want you to be able to move. I want you to be able to feel good. I hope that gives you kind of a broader appreciation for your core and what it does and misperceptions around it, and then even how to strengthen it. Keeping that center of gravity strong is a key component to what you like to do for your movement, whether that is strength training, or running, or just whatever your athletics is, or Zumba, I mean, fill in the blank, a strong core will help enhance your movement and help keep your keep you safe and keep you from getting injured. Now, core is the second tenant of this new online on-demand class called B. B. Complete. So it's really B.Complete because it's an acronym. And the acronym is for the six areas that we cover in this class. It launches July 26, 2022. So B was for balance last week. And then the CO for uh, under complete CO is for core. That's this week, we will be covering the next four over the next four weeks. But this 40 minute class I've developed, number one is from my 17 years of experience, it covers all the things that I want to focus on for myself. And I, th- I want you to focus on as well, as we get older, this class is offered at $20, which is quite a deal since you can do it as many times as you want, but you can receive pre-sale pricing by going to gracedhealth.com slash pre-sale before July 19th to receive half off the $20 rate. So you'll get this on-demand class for $10, do it as many times as you want. I have been doing this once a week for the last several months and tweaking it as I go as I try to come up with the very best possible class for you. And I truly believe that it helps me keep from getting injured. It helps me feel good. I actually you guys my son did it with me. And he thought I was a little strange. But he did say he did admit that it felt great. And it was a really good way to move after all of his running. So go to gracedhealth.com slash presale to sign up now. Okay, that is all for today. Go out there and have a graced day.